everyone? Welcome to the latest, greatest edition of the Nesson After Hours podcast. It is presented by People's United Bank. My name is Emerson Latzia. Her name is Celia Godwin, and we are going to be inside your head and ears for the next 30 minutes or so. But we are not alone, are we, Celia Godwin? We, we are not alone. We have a special guest today to help us sort through our feelings of this Boston Bruins season what they were before the pause and what we saw when play resumed inside the bubble leading up to their game five exit at the sticks and skates of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, we're going to also talk about, is this the end of this core group of beast players that we have come to love over the years? Uh, but like you said, we can't talk about this one alone. So we've bribed Billy Jaffe to come on. <laughs> Billy, welcome to the pod. He is currently on a bike stationary bike right now working out in what looks like a basement and i'm about to sing the song feelings if you really want to get <laughs> touchy feely feelings billy you are dripping feelings you're, you're mashing the, the bike right feelings. now feelings i am yeah i'm kind of sweating my ass off here it's uh yeah uh I, my basement resembles a 1930s 40s soviet gulag I was about to say it looks like a dungeon. Oh, prison. (laughs) It is. um, It's an old New England basement that uh, probably needs a little attention. And, uh, you know, it is what it is here. So I'm on the bike going hard. And part of the problem with this, too, being out in the open is that I'm getting a visitor that I didn't expect, as in my son. Oh, okay. Yeah. You tell him you're doing really serious work right I now, am. okay? And Both we need on your, the bike and on this we need, pod. We need your full yes. attention. Uh, Let's and do it. Que- All right, so my question to you is, uh, just first, how would you describe the Bees' performance here in the postseason? Uh, I would describe it incredibly uh, inconsistent, um, at telling at times, um, uh, disappointing, and I don't know – I would also call it, um, you know, uh, curious, maybe Emerson. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You know, I mean, that type of, like, it it just, it was inconsistent. And I think that that maybe is the best term to describe it. You know, they they show up, they do great against Carolina, and they get to their game quickly. But then they get to a much better team in Carolina, and they couldn't find their game. So are they that far away from Tampa, or was it something else? And I, I think it's a mixture of both, quite honestly. Okay. Well, uh, I, I kind of want to play with a hypothetical here, Billy. Do you think if Tuka Rask had not left, would he have made enough of a difference against Tampa Bay? Uh I guess using the, the, the five games as the barometer to measure this, no. Would it maybe help to go seven? Yes. Yeah. Um, anything can happen in game seven. Let's count how many cliches Billy can bring to the podcast, right? <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm not blaming Yarrow but, at, at all. But he was very inconsistent. Yeah. Like the rest of the team. If Tuca is his regular Tuca self and more consistent and he's at that high, high level, he helps them get further. I can't tell you, though, Celia, that it means that they win the series. Guess, All right. The big, 
Yeah, it does. It does. And, and I think the biggest question after they were eliminated by the Lightning, everyone's getting very emotional thinking, is this the last time we see Big Z in a Bruins uniform? Is it the last time we see him skate in an NHL game? He said on Thursday, Billy, that he wants to come back. Do the Bruins want him back? I think as Big Z is like the, the person, the human being, sure, we all love him. But do the Bruins want him back, the player? Yeah, they do. I do. Um, different role. We've been seeing this role, you know, happen right in front of our eyes. The role change. Uh, it's not a reversal. It's a change uh, from being Mr. Everything to now he's Mr. Some Things. But he is still their biggest guy when he wants to be their, bit, their baddest dude out there. He's still yeah, I would never want to mess with him, ever. <laughs> right. Uh, he's also their leader and one of the great captains in the game. And you need him, I think, to help mentor other young defensemen. I, I think you need it. Um, I think you'd be honest. I think you also, with him, but I think you say to him, like, we love you. And they do love him. And we're going to celebrate you. You know, and they should celebrate him. I don't know if last year would officially be his last year. I can't answer that. But I think that there's got to be a feeling of, Z, let's do this together one more year. Let's celebrate you. Let's have you go out, kick ass, and then let's go from there. But I, I know he wants to play another year. Yeah. I know it. Are we yeah. thinking like a bit like a big poppy farewell tour kind of thing? Yeah, kind of like what we see with NBA players. Well, hockey doesn't do it like that. There's a little more humility in hockey. <laughs> and a lot less a lot less me and a ton more we. Yeah. And uh Char will not want a grandiose send-off everywhere he goes. I don't like speaking for people, okay? Never do. But I think knowing him enough, yeah. he's not about that. He's about there, get out there, do his job, lead his team. But I think I think there would be an element of this could be his last year. Let's celebrate one of the great Bruins defensemen of all time. Uh, there's a lot of other guys that are also set on becoming free agents now. Uh, three other guys that are unrestricted besides Big Z, Tory Krug, Kevin Miller, mm -hmm. Joakim Nordstrom. Which one of those three would you like to see stay the most? Well, I'd love to see Tory Krug stay. <laughs> um, you know what I'd love to see? A little foot side note thing. I'd love to see Kevin Miller just play again. Just yeah. let the – oh, sure. he's such a wonderful guy. Let him play. Even if that means, a, you know, a two-way or – you know what I mean? Like have him around to help teach young guys. Have him maybe – I don't know if he plays games in the American League, but, but you know, if he needs to get up to speed, he plays. I, I just love him. Love him. But of all those three, Tory Krug. The rhetorical statement, though, Celia, is – what do you have to pay? A lot of money. Well, <laughs> well, well, right. But we don't know what that is anymore, given the pandemic. What do you have to pay? What kind of term? That's the question right now. But, but Tori, look, Joakim Nordstrom, wonderful guy. You know, I, there's a lot more of those guys that you can get to replace him. Probably for 100, 200 less a year. Yeah. But hey, Tori, there's not many. How much of Char's feature depends on what they do with uh, Krug? I don't think any. Really? 
No, different players, man. One's yeah. six nine and one's five nine. Because, <laughs> I mean, well, I, I get that. Are they in a lot of trouble if they lose both? Like, maybe Char, like, you know what I mean? If they don't bring Char back for whatever reason and Crew takes um, off because of Detroit, are they in a lot of trouble? Uh, Isn't that the whole left side of Blue well, Line squad? Two thirds of your left side. Yeah. yeah, of course you're in trouble. Um, and you lose. Let's not forget Tory Krug. Emerson's a hell of a leader too. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a vocal leader, highly respected. That would be Boku leadership that leaves the room too. Um, but I don't think that they're interconnected, buddy. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to pick your brain on that, you know? You know a lot about this stuff. That's why, like, maybe I ask a stupid question and you tell me it's a stupid question. That's well, fine. I pretend to know a lot about it. <laughs> but uh, you do a damn good job, man. I always fake it till I make it, too. <laughs> what, one more real quick on kind of what we saw uh, just in the bubble. Bruce Cassidy was talking a little bit about, about pasta and kasha. Ooh. And I'm not being up to speed here. Their conditioning, it, it just wasn't at the level it needed yep. to be. Uh, what do you attribute that to? not being in camp in time and then making a decision. I don't think it was intentionally, but they didn't follow the protocols. And then there was exposure COVID mm -hmm. and there was requirements and protocols that they had to go through. And, you know, it's hard. You take a week off, you take three weeks off if you're a pro athlete. Oh my God. You know, you are absolutely, you are absolutely behind the eight ball. And that's what I, it, that's, that's exactly what it was. They, they weren't in camp soon enough and then they got quarantined. So that, that crushed them. How reasonable is it to expect this aging core to actually get better moving forward? Like if they can keep this band of, of leaders together, because I think, I think of them losing to five games here to the lightning Billy with, without one of its best players was Stamkos. And then that was the whole series. And then Ryan McDonough yeah. for like three games. Yeah. Well, the core isn't going to get better per se, unless the other core gets better around them. I thought it was very appropriate what Bruce Cassidy said before Tampa, how the young guys step up. Mm -hmm. It's time for them to step up. It's immediate necessity for them to step up. And that group needs to be better. That, that group, that's how you make the core better. The core is going to be great, but the core only gets better with those around them playing at a higher level. And now that we've had a few days to process everything, how will this 2019-2020 season be remembered, Billy? Well, it's a, it's a, that is a complex question and probably <laughs> yeah. a more complex answer because it's really, it's two different seasons. Yeah regular season, pause, and then post-pause playoffs. This really, if you look at it, um, or if you want to term it something, you know, for young hockey players, they might recognize this term, jamboree. We, have, we hear of jamborees happening all the time. Mm -hmm. This is basically the ultimate hockey jamboree. That's all this is, where you bring together teams, and, you know, sometimes they're just all-star teams, and you bring them in, and you play these games over four days. Now, this is a two-month thing, but everybody's been off. Everybody had an opportunity to get all of their injured guys healthy, which they wouldn't have had mm -hmm. after the pause, right? Or most of them. And you now have, these are different teams, different fields, et cetera. And they come into these 
bubble life, which is very different than anything they're used to. And so we really, how would I describe it? I would describe it as two different, fully two different seasons. I would describe the regular season as, as dreamy. No as, kidding. Yeah. As uh, hundred points. I mean, they were just rolling. Fun, fluid. Uh, you know, I, I think that it was a, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. Right now yeah, it was. It guarantee that they'd win anything. No, but it, it felt a hell of a lot better by the second season or the play as, as different. Like we just, we, we didn't, we never saw this team be exactly what we saw them be in the regular season. So it was, it was different. And, and I go back to using the term inconsistent. That's, yeah. that's how I had to describe it. And yeah, I'm bummed not as bummed about this as I was. I mean, I was, I was last year. You know, oh my God. Last year yeah. I was in a fog for a week after, after that. And I can only imagine being a player, let alone just the broadcaster with them. But uh, mm -hmm. this is a uh, kind of a reality of like, what a weird world we're in right now. And this hockey thing is awesome that it came back, but man, oh man, this was, this was a whole different season than what we had before. Well, yeah. Next season's like slated to start here in December. Like how, how is the NHL going to? I, I don't believe everything you read. Don't, don't, no. don't. I mean, okay. listen, I think what they're doing, Emerson, is hoping. None of us know. Yeah. I have, look, I'm a control freak, okay? Yeah, um, the first step to admit it is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> oh, I absolutely do. Just like I have a sweating problem. I admit that all the time, too. It's but, hot, Billy. Um, it's real it, hot right now. Um, I, I mean, listen, I, I get what the NHL is doing, just like basketball. I think basketball's put out a hope to date. Um, none of us know. None of us yeah. know. We don't know a single thing about this, right? And except, except, you know, and by the way, it depends. What you know also depends on how you're viewing this thing. Some people say it's nothing. It shouldn't be worried about. And others say, oh, my God, I'm not going to leave my house again until every, the entire world is vaccinated. Now, those are the extremes. But especially if you lean towards one of those others, we have no idea what's going to happen. And we all have our own narratives. So the leagues don't know. They're just hoping. They're hoping that they can get back. Look, they can't go to into a bubble scenario. Can't. Players wouldn't go for it again. I mean, this, there's no way. This is a $70 million proposition that the league is doing to pull these two months off. What would it cost to do a whole regular season in the bubble? There's no way oh players God. would do it. And, and there's no way teams... players would approve. They would never approve. They would never. Yeah. So you're saying you're not confident that the next season will start in December. That's, is that what you're saying? Because of my gloom and doom approach sometimes, <laughs> I would Negative say, Billy. yeah, I would say, uh, I would, say <laughs> I would be, I would be shocked if it started December 1st or 2nd, I would be thrilled if it started January 1st with the winter classic. Okay. I go back to what I was just saying though before. See, oh, like, what do I like, honestly? What do I know? What, do, what, is, yeah, what no. does anybody know? What does anybody know? I mean, none of us. Know. <laughs> the NBA is kind of think. The NBA is kind of think of doing something like that too. Like, hey, we'll start our our season on like Christmas Day, where it's usually a marquee day for them anyway. Anyway, yeah. uh, but so. they can't do it if there's not fans in the stands. At least I don't think they can. But so, anyways, I, but none of yeah. us know. We have no oh, idea what's so going to happen with there's this There's so much up in the air right now. Um, sucks. It sucks. None of, none of us know a lot. I get that. But do you know what you're going to do now with some extra time on your hands before the season does start? You got any, like, trips planned? Like, what are you going to do? Are you just going to chill and ride your exercise bike Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. 
I'm, I'm going to Europe, Emerson. And then, you know, from Europe and after I tour around, <laughs> I'm just going to head up to the Far East as well. Because right now is just a perfect time to travel. Um, no, I, hey, I, hey I, I, you can I, hop in the car and travel amongst the New England states here, pal. <laughs> oh, thank you, Rand McNally. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, no, I, I don't have that. What I'm going to do is I'm still going to work uh, some dates at the NHL Network. And probably look at you, next, big timer. Uh, yeah, weird flex, oh. but okay, Billy. Yeah, <laughs> weird flex. Uh, so yeah, I've got some dates there at the NHL Network, and then uh, youth sports begin. Obviously, school begins more or less remotely. But uh, my son's hockey team that I coach is getting going, and so I'll be on the ice with them. And I'm also doing. Uh, I took a part-time job with. Uh, uh, what you call with the uh, Eastern Hockey Federation, the league that that my son Jake, his Boston Junior Eagles play in. Or it's a great youth hockey league oh. in around New England. So I took a, a, a director of league development for them. I don't know exactly what the title means, but uh, I'm just going to uh, <laughs> sell the benefits of the league and help promote it a bit. And uh, I've only I've been there for about a month and a half now, so just getting going with some stuff. So what, one more, Billy, before we let you go so that you can take a shower because you yes. clearly need it. Need it, um, yes, yes, yes. Obviously, you'll be doing a little bit with NHL Network. With the bees out of the picture, yeah. who is your favorite now to win the Stanley Cup? Oh. Well, I, I, I'm still sticking with Tampa and Vegas okay. in, in the Cup final. Um, you know – admit that I want I would want Tampa to win uh, for a couple of reasons uh, yeah they beat the, the team I cover the most in the Bruins uh, two I'm good friends with a couple of people there in the organization a couple of the coaches uh, they've been very close and it's a hell of an organization by the way too just just awesome um, on I look at them and I say oh they're pretty darn good but I'm looking at Vegas and I'm like geez this Vegas team might be able to match or exceed this Tampa team so I'm going to say I, I would root for Tampa, but I, I think Vegas maybe would win it in a uh, prolonged series. Billy Jaffe, man, go hit the showers, dude. We appreciate the time, Will, my friend, seriously. Uh, while you're well, on a bike, that's hella impressive. Are you guys uh, sponsored by, like, some, like, body wash or something like that? Could you at least send me something <laughs> yeah. like that? Like, and could Nesson, could Nesson maybe just like get me an oil change or something for coming yeah. on here? You know, something for my exercise bike? Yeah, Come I on. mean, a bank, a bank does sponsor this, so we could probably get some money to help you out. Get me a pen from the bank. I mean, I would just take a pen. <laughs> I would, heck, you I would one, take those one, one of those lollipops. One of those lollipops at the drive You're not back asking for much here, okay? <laughs> Listen, my first year in broadcasting, long story short, I, uh, I did so much stuff. Like, literally, I'm not exaggerating. I started a hockey TV show in, in Chicago and um, on this network called Chicago Let CLTV. And every night they had a sports show, but they didn't have, it was specific, but they didn't have a hockey person. And so I talked my window. I'd just fallen into broadcasting. I was 29 years old where I'm like, let me do this. And let me, I became the hockey guy there. And I got paid this. I know we're on a podcast, so I'm showing the big zero. But I did, all kidding aside, I think they gave me one Jiffy Lube oil change or quick lane oil change each year as a thank you. So Incredible. I don't know if I used them, but that's what I got. Right. But that's, that's the, the thing that people don't understand about this industry is that we, we do a lot of things for free before we start getting paid. <laughs> when Indeed. do you start getting paid? 
That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Great career advice to the kids. Just don't do this. Do not do what we do. It is miserable and we actually hate it. We're just faking our happiness right now. Billy Jaffe, you're like a poor man's Andrew Raycroft. We appreciate you joining the Nest and After Hours podcast presented by People's United Bank. Nobody can see this, right? <laughs> Nobody can see you giving me the thumbs up, Billy. Oh, wait, that's the middle <laughs> finger. <laughs> see you later. Well, there you have it. Uh, that was uh, Billy Jaffe on a bike. Billy on a bike. Hashtag Billy on a bike. That can be our weekly segment now, everybody. Well, Maybe we can well, find a, a bike company a to sponsor going, Billy. When we have a season going to talk about now that, I mean, Listen, next Billy, year. Next Billy year. clearly needs some kind of sponsorship right now. He's, uh, he's really struggling. <laughs> and he would prefer maybe a body wash company, any kind of soap out there. Maybe a loofah company can step up and help out our friend Billy. Uh, but uh, yeah, a bit of a bummer for the Boston Bruins, but a lot to look forward to next year. Um, we'll see what happens with the draft. We'll see what happens with some of these free agents. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this yeah, Don, is uh, yeah, Don Sweeney's got his work cut out for him. No question about yes, it. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, Celtics back in action with the Raptors looking damn good against them. Yep. Um, Patriots cut Mohamed Sanu after what less than a year because he came in mid-season uh just wasn't producing didn't have the speed in camp so Patriots moving on from from that one yeah uh, and and going off of that we will next week here on the after nest and after hours podcast presented by people's united bank we will give everyone a week one preview of the Patriots Miami Dolphins I can't believe football season's like already here Thank wow. you, G. Seriously. We need it, though. We need that. Yeah, yeah we really do. Um, so that will be fantastic. And I should have a, a major life announcement to announce on the podcast next week as well. I'm not going to say anything. I know you're not. I can't wait until next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Nest and After Hours podcast presented by People's United Bank. I'm Emerson Lancia. You're Sealy Godwin. We had Billy on a bike. Shout out to our producer, Fred Nutter. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you.